I don't have the sound effects, so you get me. I don't know what the fuck is happening to my hair, but welcome everybody to the one man show, one lady show. I don't actually, lady, I'm not a lady. Um, one woman show. I'm definitely a woman, so I can say that. I don't know if you can actually hear me, so if you are listening to this um, and can hear me, comment because um, for those of you who know me, you know I have a cat named Loki who is an asshole who um, chewed my fucking microphone cord, so my mic is not plugged in. he uh, he severed this shit. I don't know if you can see this. Um, so I don't know. Thank you, K Mac, for letting me know. You can hear me. I appreciate you. Yay. Okay. So, sorry guys, running late. I uh got a weird message on Instagram from a woman I don't know at all. It's an interesting thing. Um, Insecurity is an interesting thing. Uh, We've all been there. I don't know about you. I have had my moments a long time ago, more when I was younger than now. Um, Being insecure in a relationship, um, assuming the worst of your partner, right? Um, Feeling inadequate and all those things. Um, this woman messaged me saying, um, I won't give any, uh, specific details, but she basically messaged me saying, sorry, she knows so-and-so talked to me. Um, she wanted me to hear her side of the story. Um, she doesn't want She said he tends to make himself out to be the victim. She doesn't want to deal with the drama or if I don't want to deal with the drama, but blah, blah, blah. And I was very confused by this message because I had no fucking clue what she was talking about. Um, So turns out um, a guy I've been friends with for... Uh, you since let's see, I was 18, so almost 20 years now. Um, he was one of my best friend's brothers, older brother, a couple years. Um, she apparently told him to unfriend me on all social media, and then <laughs> I had no idea it was done on Facebook, I guess, and I never used Facebook so. But like every once in a while, I'll go on there just to see what's going on. It's the same shit. 50-year-old people arguing about politics, um, all of which I don't have time for. Um, But I saw a picture of them together and I liked it because it was on his thing. And I'm like happy for him, you know. Um, And I guess that began the, the thing. So I got distracted with that message I was very like what the fuck is happening um and I texted him and I was like yo um 
is this like a real th account or am I just like, is someone trying to scam me right now? And he's like, it's a real thing. And I was like, okay. Um, very interesting. A grown up. Yeah. <laughs> a grown up. Um, I, I mean, I get it. I, I don't know how old she is. I don't know anything about her. All I know is um, she's dating my friend. Well, who's not allowed to be my friend, I guess, anymore, who I've been friends with for fucking forever. Um, have a lot of love for this man. Um, so it sucks. It's crazy. It's interesting. Um, it's not the first time that's happened to me. Uh, I'm so not the person who's gonna like scam on your squirrel. Like, um, it's like if your man is my friend, uh, and I'm fully aware that y'all are in a relationship and like, I like, or that he's in a relationship, even if I don't know you or something, I'm not hitting on him. Like I'm not interested whatsoever. Like that's not how I operate. Um, so it's always interesting how often I feel like it's too many times in my life that I'm confronted by this bullshit. Um, and it's sucky because like, it shows me that like, there's a lot of people, men and women alike, who every interaction with someone of the opposite sex is clearly a sexual interaction. Like, and it's crazy that women are this way because they don't want to be sexualized in every interaction, yet they assume that other women are sexual like are you sexualizing every interaction like I don't know if this is if I'm articulating this clear because I am still kind of processing what just happened um because it's so fucking out of the blue like I haven't even talked to him in months like months maybe a year actually I think when I checked my uh I checked my text messages because I texted him to see what the fuck and uh Last time I texted him was for his birthday last year. So that's how often we talk. We really don't talk that often. Um, so it was, it's really out of the blue for me. It's like a left field and I'm hot. I'm like sweating right now. I'm wearing my favorite t-shirt out of Pappy, Bernie Mac, RIP Bernie Mac. One of my favorite movies, Life. If you haven't watched it, I strongly suggest you do so. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Fellas, maybe you can comment on this. Have you ever been um, forced to unfriend female friends because of your partner? Like, I just, I'm not going to do that. I'm not that chick. Like, if I'm with somebody and you come into the relationship having female friends, at zero point, am I going to instruct you to not be friends with her? Um, if I feel some type of way about your relationship with this person, um, A, I have to see it in person to see like, okay, where, where are there um, lines being crossed, boundaries being blurred? Um and then go from there. Like, I wouldn't be in a relationship with someone I didn't feel like I could trust. 
I think that's a waste of time, especially at this age. Like I'm 37. If I can't trust you, like I'm not going to fuck with you. I'm not going to even put myself in that position anymore. That stress is like unnecessary. Um, but also too, it's like our relation, it's our responsibility on the other side. Like if we're in a relationship, like, and there are friends of ours of the opposite sex that are flirting with those boundaries. Like it's your job to make sure that those lines are very, very clearly drawn and, um, you know, like held firmly. Um, so if that's not what you're doing as someone in the relationship, then like, why are you in a relationship? You know, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and I also think that people project. So like, I think if you do fuck shit and you're a shady person, then that's what you assume is happening on the other side. Like, I don't assume someone's like, if you're fucking with me and I'm fucking with you, I don't assume you're talking to other people unless I've actually fucking seen it or heard it. (laughs) Um, Because I'm typically not, you know what I mean? Like if you're in a relationship and you guys have made that commitment or you're talking to each other and you're there, like, I think it's, established that it's monogamous I think that's like the default right unless you guys have had this conversation that it's like poly or whatever but like I'm not gonna get into something with you and then think oh this motherfucker's probably talking to somebody else oh this motherfucker's cheating on me or I'd like I don't think like that because I don't move like that so um yeah um I'm gonna go to some of these comments first of all Thank you guys for stopping by, joining in. I super appreciate you. We got K-Mac in the house. I think K-Mac is reporting from Texas, right? Uh, we got Hassam, Dubai in the house. Courtney, Florida, Zumbo, all the way from New York. Matt, Petro, uh, I don't know where you're joining from. Um Bedu, is that your name? I don't know. But thank you for stopping by and all the people who haven't commented and are watching. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you. Um, let's see some of these comments. K Max says he rarely frequents Facebook and liked one of my partner's posts about his cancer treatment. And he actually texted me and said, Ken, all I get is a like. Oh. I don't know what that means. Can you elaborate? Um, Zumbo says, I'm too attractive to other women for them to trust me. That's a th- that's a them problem. I, I don't see it that way. That's crazy. In my opinion, it was his duty to honor your friendship. Yeah, I mean, listen, like, I feel like when you're in a relationship if it's not like a marriage or if this is somebody you are eventually going to marry, right. Then that it's you and them against the world. Like fuck everybody else. Like I really do see it that way, but I wouldn't get into one of those kinds of commitments with somebody if I couldn't trust them, you know, like if I'm with you, it's you, me, and then all this other shit. Like that's, that's how that goes. And I'm, but I'm not as the person in the relationship, going to allow anybody to think that they could like 
come and get close or any kind of shit. So I would hope that that would be like, I assume that because I'm that way, the person I'm with is that way. And that's, I don't know, that's just how I operate. Um, but I am a very loyal person when I'm in a relationship. So that's how I move. Um, yeah, my ex-wife, keyword ex-wife told me that she needed to meet one of my friends because she thought the lady liked me. Yeah, I mean, I guess some of us do. You can tell, like, I think as a woman or a man, when someone sees your partner as, like, more than that, something that they might not be, like, fully aware yet or of because... I think you want to see the best in them and it's important to listen to each other, but like also that's where like trust comes in, you know? Um, and that's how I see that. We were in our thirties when this happened. I told her, you don't have to trust her. Trust me. I run what's going on with me. 1000% take the responsibility, hold yourself accountable and um, hold yourself to the standard that you want your partner to hold themselves to for sure. Uh, what up, Jay Wynn? What up? Hassam says, years ago, a girlfriend got jealous of my best friend and tried to pull that shit on me. I stood my ground because my friend is worthy to me, especially when I've known her since high school and barely know you. And guess what? She's long gone. My friend and I just celebrated 30 years of friendship. That is, uh, that, like, that counts for something, right? Listen, like, me and him aren't, like... We talk every day, best friends. We're not those kinds of friends. Like, but we've been friends for a long time. So it's not something we have to do. Like when we do talk, it's like time didn't pass. We're just cool. I'm cool with their whole family. You know, they're cool with me and mine. So like, like I said, I was best friends with his sister. Like we've, we've have like similar, um, shit happen to us. Um, like we've lost a parent, like we know we have these things that like help bond us. Um, but I don't know. I just, I responded to her and I said, uh, that's your guys's thing. I want to be kept as far away from that as possible. Um, and I hope that y'all work whatever the hell it is you need to work out. I'm like, that's, that's my friend. I love him. I don't need to be friends with him on social media. I don't care because we're like, in, we're friends in real life. So um, I don't know how else to respond to that. It was just a really weird thing. Something I wasn't expecting, especially at this age. And today, like right before I podcasted, it was very interesting. I went on to my Instagram because I was going to go live real quick while I get ready. Like I typically do. And I saw like this flash of like message requests and I was just like, like, what the fuck? And like, it was like a new number, you know? And so like, I looked and I saw that message. And at first it was like this long paragraph and I'm like, I'm not reading that shit, but I saw a name in there that I recognized and I was like, what the fuck? And it was my friends. And I only know one person with this name. So like, you know, it jumped out at me. I had to, I had to read it. And that's, it was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So sorry, I was late. That's I said all that to say that I was late. And I'm sorry, I apologize. 
Um, in other news, switching it up. I feel like today's episode is going to be heavy on some relationship shit because um, I think it usually is. I just think that's how I what I talk about and what um, is interesting to me. And I think like helps. Um, I think it's something we can all relate to, even though we're all different people and have different relationships and friendships and connections. We still like like we were talking about in uh, one of my work calls, which I'm not going to tell you where and any of that but it's the emotions that are similar that we can all relate to that we go through even though each experience is different we we still experience emotions happiness sadness betrayal sorry you know like all these things um and so i think that's why it makes it easy to talk about that um i watched a video Okay, and then after I after I talk about this relationship shit, I'll get to the questions. There's the Q&A part of this. Um, I asked Instagram, throw your questions at me. Instagram responded. I have hella questions. I'm not sure I'll get to all of them today, but I will at least do half because there was a lot of questions, <laughs> uh, which I didn't expect because usually when I ask that, I don't get a lot of questions. Um, but... But, 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 um, I was watching a YouTube video. Um, I don't know how many of you are familiar with this guy. He's got a YouTube channel. His name is RC Blakes. Um, randomly, you know how Instagram or YouTube pumps stuff at you, like, like that thinks that you might like. Um, YouTube got it right. I was intrigued. Um, the video that I watched is, and I feel like I'm going to bring this up here because I, I think the majority of the people who watch my podcast or this podcast, um, are men, <laughs> which is not disappointing. I won't say disappointing. Um, but I really wish women would fucking also engage and chime in because, like, I need to hear, I need that, like, you know, solidarity. Um, I don't need it. I want it, though. Uh, but the video that I watched is called Three Signs a Man is Serious About a Woman. And I like to start by saying... Obviously, every person's different, right? Like everybody operates different. I don't think videos like this are like one size fits all. I think that like generally speaking, maybe or something, um, maybe that could be said, but I don't think it's all. Um, and I was watching this video totally thinking I was going to pick this shit apart, right? Because like, I don't like when men go on and start telling us all this shit. Cause usually when they say, when they do these kinds of things, they're telling us how we're fucking up and what we're doing wrong. And like, basically these videos typically gaslight women, right? Um, I was pleasantly surprised. He did not do that. 
Um, and it was really, really interesting. He, I wrote some notes down. I listened to this while I was working out um, instead of music. Sometimes I do that. Um, I don't know if any of you are familiar with this guy, R.C. Blakes. I did subscribe to his channel. Um, but his three signs, a man is serious about a woman. And the three of those are he loves you, he values you, he honors you. And he started by saying, he starts with this whole thing about, um, he's, he went in, in, in order, he broke it down. It was like a paragraph, basically, like an essay, but like verbally. So he introduced it. He's like, um, has everything to do with his energy, how a man makes you feel, et cetera, et cetera. So he went into his first point, which um, if he's serious about you, he loves you. And how he shows you that is he invests his time in you. And it's not just to have sex 24 seven. Um, he wants to see you a lot, all the time. He wants to see you, talk to you, spend time with you, et cetera. Um, that men are really careful about how they invest their time. Like if they're just there for sex, that's really all they're going to make time for when it comes to you. Um, and I thought back to like all the fuck boys that like got one over me, right? Like where they like convince you, like, like I've had this conversation before where, like men use love to get sex and women use sex to get love, right? Like men are physical, women are emotional, etc. Um, and I've thought about the times that I've been manipulated in that way and definitely fell for the game and then got super jaded and like won't allow myself to fall, fall for that shit ever again, right? <laughs> um, but he said this line that I thought was pretty um, profound because I never really saw it this way. Um, and he said that, he said a lot of things. First, he said that if a man loves you, he'll invest his time in you. He'll want to spend all his time with you. Like if he's not working or whatever, then you're what he wants to do. Like he wants to spend time with you, not just to fuck you. Like he wants to spend real time with you. Um, he says that this culture and society has women and men. I too, I think I feel like um, programmed and conditioned to see your the partner or the person pursuing you wanting to spend like all their free time with you as um needy and he says it's not needy that that's just how this culture of like people just seeking each other's um company for sex has programmed us to feel think and believe um and i thought that that was interesting because that is definitely something that like I have thought in the past about like 
when a man wanted to spend all his fucking free time with me. And this is like me, Ben, I'm speaking from that perspective. And I was just like, oh, let me breathe. You know, um, I do think that people need their space as well. I am somebody who um, is, I consider myself very independent. Um, and I like men who are also independent. Like I want them to want to spend time with me, but I also want them to not resent me <laughs> at the end of the day. And I don't want to resent them either. And I think that it's really healthy for you to like do things on your own sometimes as well too, you know, um, an activity with your friends, whatever. Like, I think that that's also healthy. Um, so that's where I was kind of like, yes and no. Like, I think it's, I think what I will say that maybe he is speaking to is, yeah, go and do your, um, your solo activity or hang out with your friends and like fill your cup that way. And then when you're done, that you'll want to come back to me and like, you know, go to bed with me or whatever. I think maybe that's what he's talking about or speaking to. But this line is what he said that I didn't consider because obviously there's men out there who don't always make it clear that all they want from you is sex. Like I said, they'll use love to get sex from you. Um, and I think that like men who try to elicit that kind of a feeling from you with zero intention of reciprocating it are cowards. I, women as well. Like this is both all people who do this. Like, I think you're a coward if you're trying to get somebody to feel something for you that you had no intention on feeling for them back. Um, he says it is abuse. He called it abuse for someone to take advantage of you sexually under the guise that this is going somewhere when they know it's not going further than the bedroom. And it like stopped me when I had to pause it on that part because I had to like really swallow that, you know, anytime you tie the word abuse to something, um, it like people like, whoa, like, you know, especially the person who's doing the abusive behavior. Um, I think that it kind of like it, it elicits a defense response, right? Like that's, you go into the defensive because you don't want to ever be perceived as somebody who is abusive. Um, and a lot of people, I think everybody has something that they do that is abusive, like if they're not aware of themselves, um, any kind of manipulation or whatever, like, I think that that happens. Emotional abuse, physical, it's not just physical, it's not just sexual, it's like abuse has all different shapes and sizes, right? And so when he said that, that really like stopped me in my tracks because I was like, damn, like that is low-key abusive, right? Like that's crazy. Like I didn't think of it that way. Um, and then I was like, fuck, like how many times has that happened to me? That's crazy. That sucks. Um, but I thought that was interesting. Um, he did say if he 
loves you too, that like, he won't let anybody else have the opportunity to like, snatch you up, right? Like he's going to take you out in public. He's going to want people to see you with him, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like he loves you. He wants you. And, and that to also tied it into, he values you. Like that was his next point was if he's serious about you, he loves you, but he also values you. And, um, this means like he won't continue to do stupid shit that sabotages the relationship. And I'm like, and if he does continue to do dumb shit, he is either stupid or doesn't value the relationship. Um, and I thought, I'm like, all this shit, right? It's like triggering like experiences in my head where I was like, oh man, like, yeah, like, holy shit. Like, like, cause you don't want to believe that people don't love you or value you or honor you. Like people that you're supposedly in a relationship with or like fucking with heavy or whatever. And then these things pop up and like, you have to think about all the times that like this shit, it like hits you like that. You know, I don't know. I'm processing while I'm on this podcast. So whew, take be patient with me. <laughs> um, next one. He did say more about that, but I also want to be able to get to uh, Q&A. So um, that he honors you. Like he has respect for you in every environment. He's truthful. He has a heart to provide. So he was talking about how if a man honors you, he has a heart to provide. He'll start seeking, like he'll start making sure his money's right because he's he wants to make sure that he can provide for you. And he and if he honors you, he also seeks to make you happy. And all of this was super wild for me to like swallow because like you start to think about how it relates to you and how it applies to you. I don't know. Maybe that's just me because he's a man speaking to women um, specifically in this video where I was like, damn dude, like, and I fully intended to pick this shit apart. Um, and I couldn't. And I thought that that was interesting because <laughs> I could typically pick anything apart. I am that person. Um, and so I am probably going to watch a couple more of his videos. Um, this was my first video that I watched of his. And I'm kind of upset I didn't write a couple of other points that he um, he said. I was working out, so I didn't have like a pen and paper. So I tried to watch it again before I podcasted today. But I also had to curl my hair and like do my makeup really quick. So didn't have a ton of time. Um, so I think maybe I'll circle back to this next time or a different something else. I'll have something else to bring to you guys. Um, one more thing on relationship topics, though, that's not about that video. Uh, I recently got into 
Don't attack me, guys. Okay, well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you won't because maybe some of you guys are into this shit. Um, but prior to this, I was not really a big on reality TV and like trash TV, right? Then I started hanging out with, we'll uh, keep his name anonymous. What's up, Kenji? Um, spending a lot of quality time with a swell guy um, and started watching Married at First Sight. <laughs> oh my God, I know me, right? Okay, so, <laughs> which is interesting. It's so crazy that these people like trusted people who don't know them based off responses that they wrote down on a fucking survey to like hook them up with their like life partner. <sighs> Kudos to you guys, you brave fucking souls. Um, I don't think I could ever do it. Um, but it's been an interesting, I don't know what season we're watching right now i couldn't tell you um it's got yeah yeah we watch it together and we can only watch it together because i don't know about you guys but this is like a rule that i felt and that he also agreed with so it is established it has been communicated if you watch this show without me you're fucking fired that is betrayal. You might as well go fuck somebody else because that's crazy. Like you can't do that. That's that's not gonna fly. It's not okay. I don't know how you guys run shit in your guys' relationships, but this has been established. He knows. <laughs> um it's the season that yeah, I don't know that we pause it to discuss it. I think. We, we definitely talk about shit, like comment on shit as it's happening. Um, we are those people. Um, it's the one with, maybe it's the newest season. I don't know. Because I think he's seen these shows before, but this season he started with me. Um, what are their names again? Oh, God. What are their names? I'm like blanking. It's like... The chick with the the curly hair who like posted on Instagram that she's single as fuck. She's married to the guy that yelled at Brandon and Taylor. Brandon and Taylor. Um, what are the other ones? The two like dorky uh, white people. Um, I don't know their names. Anyways, I don't know what season it is. I don't know what season it is. I'm not going to continue to think about that one because I might fucking... <sighs> Like, you might start seeing smoke come out of my ears or something. Um, but there was one of the couples that were kind of, like, upset. And they... We, it was brought up, like, when... Like, not for them, but, like... He, like, made a comment um, that, like, she probably pissed him off because she brought up something like at the wrong time right like she wanted to have a conversation about some shit at the wrong time and in my experience there's never been a right time to have one of those hard conversations about how you felt about something or what happened that's like not sitting right with you 
Um, and so we started talking about like, when would be a good time to have those discussions? And I think that we concluded like after dinner and before bed, I've just, I've never had it be established at any point. Like, hey, like if we're ever going to have a hard discussion, like this is what time is the best time. I think that that should happen just like going forward. Like if you're mad at me in the morning, save it till after dinner. Like I've never, (laughs) and I've always been the kind of person where like, if some shit happens that I'm not okay with or doesn't sit right with me, I have to process it first and foremost because the kind of person I'm not is a reactionary person. I'm not just going to react and say shit that I don't mean because you can't take back shit that you say. And so I try really, 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 really hard to not be one of those people. I'm not perfect. I am 1000% human. Um, I do fuck up like everybody else, Um, but I do take my time and sit with it and think about why it made me feel that way and what it is like deep inside me that was triggered by that. Is this a deal breaker, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Um, So, but once I process it, then I want to talk about it. And that might not always land between the hours of fucking 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a, it's a hard one because I feel like men don't ever want to fucking hear it. There's never a fucking convenient time for it. But then I think like, if you really, really don't want to hear it, do you want to be in that relationship? Like, wouldn't you want to make sure that y'all are good and on the same page? Like, if you actually value the relationship or care about that person and want that to continue. I think when people don't talk about shit, that's when shit, like, festers up and builds up. And then all of a sudden, one day, there's, like, some kind of clash And the one person who's unaware of it because this person held their tongue is blindsided by all these like months or years of resentment and anger, right? Because they didn't know what they were doing was wrong. So they didn't know to stop it. So they continued it because they didn't think anything of it. And meanwhile, all the while, this person over here is like, Uh, noted you fucked up this day oh oh you did it again like we're not fucking mind readers right and so I think that it is important to communicate whenever the fuck you feel it's best I don't know I just um I had never had that conversation with a person like at any stage in any relationship about when would be the best time for them to like approach such conversations. And I'm glad I had that conversation because like, we aren't at this point, like there hasn't been no um, like label discussion or anything of the such, but like to 
have that conversation, you know, ahead of time in case a conversation like that does end up happening. Um, it's like a good to know, I guess, kind of thing, like, you know, to know how that person wants conflict to be resolved in the future if there is one, you know? So I thought that was interesting. And I like that show. I'm not going to say that I don't like that show. I'm not ashamed to say it. I like that fucking show and I'll probably watch it again or whatever. If they have another season. Um, I think Hassam here suggested I watch 90 Day Fiance. Um, we might fuck around and do that. I don't know. What is that? Um, what platform is that on? Let me know. Hassam says men and women process and prefer to communicate about matters differently. The key is to read each other and to find a middle ground you think. Yeah, I mean, do whatever works for you, right? Like there's not a one size fits all. So however that works for you in your relationship, that's how it works for you in your relationship. Okay. I think we can move on to Q&A. Um, have you watched The Ultimatum with Nick and Vanessa Lachey? I have not. I will say I have not. Um, let's see here. I'm podcasting. Sorry. Got a phone call. Um, pictures, I took screenshots of, so no, I haven't watched that with, uh, Nick and L Vanessa Lachey, um, mostly because I, I don't like the title. I don't like the title, the ultimatum or whatever. I don't like being given an ultimatum. I think ultimatums suck. Um, I think that a lot of times people don't mean to give them and they do, but I think that the, they're just like, they hit their, the fork in the road, right? But on TV, I don't know, it's a little tacky, a little tacky for me. Um, so again, sorry, distracted, super distracted. Looking for these pictures and my daughter texted me. Um, questions came in and I'm going to answer them. Um, first question. I'm not going to answer the ones I haven't given a lot of thought to that actually require thought. Um, do I have any advice for up and coming podcasters? Um, Yes. Fucking do it. Just do it. If you wait for whatever to be right, you're going to not do it. So you don't have to be perfect. It's a muscle. Jump in and just fucking do it. You learn as you go, just like swimming. Um, like, look at me here. This is my second time podcasting alone. Um, last week when I found out I was going to have to do this by myself, I was terrified. I said, how the fuck do you talk to yourself for an hour 
right? And I'm hitting about 50 minutes now. And I had to cut myself off basically because I'm going to talk longer than that. Um, so just fucking do it. You're capable of so much more. You are capable, more capable than your limiting beliefs, right? Like your, our beliefs about ourselves limit us more than anybody or anything. So um, just fucking jump in. If you want to know how to distribute your podcast, like on the different listening platforms, uh, the app I use is Anchor. Um, and obviously for this, I use StreamYard. It uploads it to YouTube for me automatically. Um, I will give you specific advice if you have a specific question, but my advice for up and coming podcasters is to just fucking jump in. Um, if I could, oh no, no, no. If you could stop aging in looks, what age would you settle on? I'll say 34. I think 34 was my best year look wise on my face and body, honestly. Um, so I'll go 34 on that one. Is it truly okay for men to show emotion to women without being viewed as weak? Yes. I'm going to say yes. I think if she doesn't actually care about you, no. I think that if she cares about you and you come to her, um, and show emotion like that's what we want like when we want you we want you to show us that side of you because it's not a side you show to everybody like it shows us that you trust us with your emotions and with your heart and that's like a huge honor i think to the right woman um so I'm going to say yes, and that it's not weak. And if you're not safe, like with your partner, like who are you safe with? You know, like, like, come on. Um, What are my, what's my love language? So my love language, like how I receive love. I actually took the stupid quiz. <laughs> um, I did, I did, I did embarrassed to admit it, but I did. Um, I took this a while ago, actually, because um, it came up in my life in about 20 and in 2018. I my relationship with somebody that I was with for like five years ended. And he had already been seeing somebody else and I remember he tried to come back and have a conversation with me afterwards, like, because I was so fucking dumbfounded. I was just like, like, you were already, like, watering grass over there? Like, that's fucking, like, it blew my mind. It totally, I didn't think he was capable of doing that. And then he hit me with some shit about love languages and how, like, we just didn't have the same love language and this and that. And I was like, fuck your fucking love languages. I was fucking so mad. I was like, that is the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. Like, blah, 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 blah. I was pissed. So I was, like, anti 
this like five love language thing for a hot minute. Um, I was bitter about it. I was like, fuck you, fuck her. Like, this is stupid. And then like, I got over it, you know, like I got over it. I let my anger and resentment and all that shit subside. And like, I was a mature adult again. Um, and people kept asking this question, like everywhere, like I'd hear friends talking about it and all these things. So I am a curious person and I was like, okay, what the fuck is this love like when shit about, right? And so I take the quiz and there's five of them, right? I think there's like, um, quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch. And there's another one. Hold on. What is it? Um, I think like gift, like receiving gifts or something like that. Um, that's actually my lowest. I'm not like a, you don't have to buy my love. You don't have to buy my, buy me shit. Um, it is appreciated, but it's, the last thing on my list. Um, the three things I had like a, a three-way tie was like 30%, 30%, 30%-ish, like, or 20-something, 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 right? Um, and it was acts of service, words of affirmation, and quality time. Like, I need those three things, like, equally. Um, so, like, I was... I was, I did kind of talk about this last night too with, um, special guy, um, that like con little things, like little things that are show consideration are really big things for me, like big deals for me. And like, this is why, like I'm an acts of service person. If you fucking make my life like a smidge easier just by doing something that's like seems insignificant, but it's truly thoughtful. Like that's, that means the world to me, but my abandonment issues and all those other things make words of affirmation really important, important to me. Like I need you to not just show me, but like, tell me. Um, so those are my love languages. And then the last two, the next one is physical touch. Um, and, and then gifts. So that's. That was a really long answer. Sorry, you guys didn't need all that context, but I'm a context person. Um, what else? Let's see. What's the first thing you do when you have the house to yourself? Um, I disrobe. <laughs> I am a nudist. I like to be as naked as possible, throw on some music and dance, or take a nap, like, in the piece. Um... Where am I the most ticklish? My legs. My legs, my legs, my legs. You touch my fucking legs, like I am ticklish there. I'm not ticklish like anywhere else, just my thighs specifically. Um, how often do I shave my legs? Uh, well, <laughs> lately, like twice a week. Um, before a couple of months ago, maybe like once every two weeks, to be honest. Like for me, my philosophy is if I'm not wearing shorts or if nobody's touching my legs, 
I don't have to shave them. Um, I think most women are like that, actually. But um, like I said, the weather is getting nice here. Somebody touches my legs sometimes. So uh, like twice a week right now. Because I don't like to start shaving before like the hair is like a little bit out because it hurts. It like pulls even with the fresh razor. So um, what TV show, movie, stand-up special is guaranteed to make you laugh every time you watch it? Um, TV show, me and my kids still really, really laugh at Friends. Um, I think the older I get, the more relatable it's been. And like for them too, they've seen the seasons over and over again. And for stand-up specials, anything Dave Chappelle. I think he's brilliant and um, hilarious. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, let's see. Do I have any hidden talents? If I do, they're hidden from me too. So um, my favorite time of the year is when the sun sets really late. So when is that? Like the latest the sun sets is like June. That's probably my favorite time of year. If my name wasn't Estella, what would I want it to be and why? Um, I really like my name. So because most of my life, I didn't meet somebody with my same name until I think I was like 29, 30 years old. And um, I can't imagine my name being something else. What's funny is that my name is Estella. I will not give you guys my government name. Um, that is my middle name, but I have been called my middle name my entire life. And nobody in my life has ever called me by my first name. Um, but my mom has never called me by either one of those names. My mom has called me Isabel, Bell, Bella, my entire life. And a lot of my family calls me Estella Bella. I have a lot of friends who call me Bella. So that's where Estella Bella comes from. And I think that if my name was going to be anything else, it'd probably be like that because I'm just used to being called that. And I can't, I can't see my name being anything else. Very, very hard. Um, what else? What other questions are on here? Do I want to go out on a date? <laughs> um, only with one person. And not you. Sorry. Um, tacos or burritos? Tacos for sure. Tacos win every time. Um, should you have to ask your partner to go down on you? <laughs> oh, I've had this conversation so many times. No, you shouldn't have to ask them. They should just want to. If they don't want to gobble you up every single time, then they're not into you. Good Lord. We're adults here. If you're not starting with foreplay, what are you doing? Um, 
If you could have, no, I can't do that one. What do I think about men marrying younger women 15 years or so younger? I have had this conversation before. Um, I think it's weird. I think that if, like, what could you possibly have in common? I think usually that happens for men and women, like like older men with younger women. But I think that's because women are more mature. And so, like, on a mental level, like, a 40-year-old man is like a 25-year-old woman. But, like, the the risk you run with that is she's only so-and-so, like, in her 20s. And we grow so much as women between then and in our 30s that if you're not also growing like you guys will not last like you have to make sure that you're growing too and you're giving her room to grow or it's not going to work out and I honestly think that what the majority of older men want with younger women is purely sexual anyways so I think it's weird but to each their own uh, let's see. Should we do one more question? One more question. Oh, I'd also like to address something because he fucking put it in the questions. Daddy goods. Will daddy goods ever not have a master plan? Me podcasting solo is not part of a Jimmy master fucking plan. Okay. It's not. He commented in the comments of my first podcast last week, Solo, about how, you know, you got to like change stuff up to like level shit up and all this shit, like making it sound like me going solo was like part of this master fucking marketing plan he has. I told him he's full of fucking shit. And I said, you're really in my comments saying some dumb shit like that. And he started laughing. Um, he tried to get me to take a break with him. I said, no, I move forward. I do it solo. It's fine. Take your break. Do what you got to do. But don't be in these motherfucking comments lying at your ass. Okay. Don't be doing that. (laughs) Um, I love you, but no. So how to set that straight because he asked for it. He put a fucking question in my question box. Um, which a lion ass. And I think that's where we can leave that. Um, I will make note of the questions I didn't answer so that I can get to those. Um, cause there are some really good ones here. I just wanted to, um, be able to like process and give some of these the response that I think that they deserve and didn't give myself the time foolishly. I wanted to come on here at a decent time so that East Coast could also enjoy it without having to stay up till midnight and people in Dubai can schedule their sleeping um, appropriately and um I think what happens is on the West Coast, I join you in traffic or something at the gym if you are tuning in from the West Coast. Um, But nevertheless, I appreciate the support, you guys. Like, this is getting a little less nerve-wracking. I'm still a little nervous about it. 
Um, I am rooting for myself. This is difficult to do, um, but that's where we grow, right? Um, in what's uncomfortable, what's new, change, that's where we find um, the growth. So I look forward to seeing how this podcast progress, progresses. Um, slow movement is still forward movement to me. Um, I have a lot more people on here list watching and tuning in than than we did a few episodes ago. So um, that's exciting to me. That means the world to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's all I have to say for today. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Shout out to KMAC, Zumbo, Hassam, Edgetown, Texas, Larry Wesson, Matt, sorry that you guys did not get to see my feet. You can always check out the older episodes or check out the Plenty of Feet pod with Daddy Goods and all his wonderful guests, including me sometimes. Um, but here we're, we're keeping the combos real. So, um, yeah, I will... See you guys next week. Hopefully I will be here, I think, solo again. Um, I actually like how this is going. So I want to try to keep pushing. So thank you guys for tuning in. And I'll see you later. Have a good night, everybody. See you next week.